Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Good morning. Happy Friday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead. Lots to get to. Nebraska plays Indiana tomorrow. We'll get some, uh, well, here's some comments. Not here. We'll get to some comments as you broke the microphone again from Trev Alberts. Remember, you can't yank on that thing. That, that was uh, probably poorly worded there. You cannot yank on the microphone. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm just going to do, yeah. Can you go to Mike? Yeah, that's Mike 1. But, yeah, we'll fix that during the break. Uh, You can always call or text 402-464-5685. Watch and comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. Again, this show is sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Are you all right over there? Are you okay? Start. Okay. Now you're good. Off to a rocky start off the air. (laughs) Off to a rocky start on the air. I'm not going to say what you said off the air. Yeah, I don't want to get in that argument. I'm Uh, not going to say it. so we will get. I see what you said about will, Zach. Taylor. We will get to plenty of uh, talk about Nebraska football as they uh, prepare for Indiana tomorrow. Trying to get Mickey Joseph's first win as interim head coach at a six thirty kickoff tomorrow night. However, I got, wait, 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 go ahead. Before that, I mean the the news of the day across the entire sports landscape deals with my favorite NFL football team, which played last night. The Miami Dolphins lost to the Bengals, Cincinnati Bengals, 27-15 to last night on Thursday Night Football. But the main story of the game is that late in the second quarter, the Dolphins are driving about mid, just past midfield. And I believe either the previous play or the play before, or the play right, or two plays before, Tua took a low shot to his ankles, got up just fine, and, and played on. Now... Either the next play or two plays later, they, they have a play action. He rolls out, mm-hmm. can't find anybody, mm-hmm. waits forever mm-hmm. in the pocket, mm-hmm. gets blasted. Mm-hmm. No penalty, which I'm fine with it. People can say it was a, it was a, it was a big hit, but it was, I thought it was legal. Okay. And gets knocked to the ground, and his fingers go like this, and it's called that's called fencing, I guess, in the in the term of concussion protocol there. His it, fingers look like his, that? It looked like he was catatonic for a second. But it was it was a terrifying scene. Now he's on the field for at least five, six, seven minutes before they took him off on a stretcher. Went to the hospital. Jeez. He had neck and head injuries, and by the end of the day, I mean he was released from the Cincinnati hospital and flew home with the football team. So it, initial stuff, you know, initial tests that he had all feeling in all extremities, which of course is the the main concern there. The first thing he's fine. He can move. He was walking and talking and smiling in a neck brace before the team left for Cincinnati. So the question is... Before the team left Cincinnati? Yeah, team team left Cincinnati to go back to Miami. Yeah, yeah, before Miami. Now, the, the question of all this is, it goes back to last Sunday when the Dolphins played the Bills. And if you recall, late in the, late in the <clears throat> second half, sorry, late in the second quarter again, Dolphins are deep in their territory. And Matt Milano, the linebacker for the Bills, again, I didn't think it was a dirty hit by him either. He just he, he pushed Tua down. It wasn't like he was malicious. And Tua falls backward, and it appears to see his head snaps and hits the ground. 
and he gets up and wobbly, he falls down. He's wobbly. Everyone assumes he has a concussion, right? That's the assumption by all the Twitter doctors out there that say, oh, it's a, it's a concussion. See what I get to? I'm saying the Twitter doctors. Everyone's an expert when they were watching these games without actually being in the locker room mm-hmm. for the testing. Mm-hmm. Everyone thinks that, that he's out for the game. He comes back for the second <laughs> half last week. Mm-hmm. Looked fine in doing so. They claim it was a back injury that he also banged up his, his ankle. It was, a, it was a couple injuries. It wasn't concussion related. And then when this injury happens last night, people think, oh, my God, the Dolphins really shouldn't have rushed him out there because he did, he did have a concussion. Hmm. And I would say this. Mike McDaniel, if you listen to postgame, the Dolphins head coach, was very adamant saying, why when the hell would I rush a quarter? Why would I rush, why would I rush anybody back? This is his first time as a head coach. You think he wants to risk his, his career by making a mistake like that and saying rush through protocols and let him play? I, I wouldn't think. I I tend. I know that everyone out there wants to make the Dolphins the victim in this, and that they're they're the they're they're the problematic organization. You know all the stuff this offseason of tampering with Tom Brady, tampering with Sean Payton. It's easy to bag on the Dolphins. I get it. It's a typically losing franchise. They find weird ways to lose games. They have not been the model of success for a long time mm-hmm. in the NFL. You you are not happy with this. My point is this. As we all know in this society, this day and age, Sip, on, on Twitter, everyone is easy to say people are guilty or, or things are, are bad before hearing all the sides mm-hmm. of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Mike McDaniel was asked several times. I watched the post game mm-hmm. last night to see how he'd respond. How was it? And, what was he asked? I mean, obviously the guy was somber because, number one, the team lost. Number two, yeah, it was a tough situation with this quarterback. And he kept saying it was a concussion this time, for sure, concussion. So we'll see how long the protocols take. You know, by the way, on the same team, former Husker Seathan Carter has been in concussion protocol for three weeks now. Mm-hmm. So he's been out the last three weeks. So we'll see so if it's... It, well, they might take two out for three weeks. Well, we will see. Again, again, they don't play for 10 days. I, he will not, I, I would be stunned if he played against the Jets on next Sunday. But the okay, point... Now the, I'm the starting to po- understand why point, you're in a bad mood. The point... Yeah, I'm in a terrible <laughs> mood. The point is this. Why what you said what you did about Zach? I'll just well Zach that. Taylor. I'd say this if you if you I'll, if you listen if you listen to the Bengals fans, they were booing him at times for his play calling. So that's that's not just me. The Bengals fans that's were booing were their own head coach's play calling, which mm-hmm. I also thought was very suspect. Despite them winning the football game, the Bengals won. They looked like a an average team to me, but they won the game. I don't want to make this about the Bengals. It's about the Dolphins and their handling of Tua Tonga Valoa. I would say you might say, well, you're just defending your team. Well, I kind of am because everyone's attacking the team and and assuming they did everything wrong in the handling of Tua Tunga. So the assumption is, what are they being accused of? They're being accused of basically malpractice at halftime last week and saying they didn't, they didn't, they rushed through or didn't do concussion protocol on Tua, where they were adamant post game that they did and they have and and Mike McDaniel says no there's an independent specialist that specializes in brain matter so and he cleared him the issue is the issue is then the worst case scenario happened to Mike McDaniel last night Tua got hit right and he's laying on the ground with his right because his fingers doing weird because stuff. the question going in was was should Tua be playing in right. the game and oh, all and the, the all the happened. Twitter experts say oh yeah, he well. should be playing because it was a concussion they're lying they're saying it wasn't a concussion are you sure the Twitter experts are wrong here I don't know but I'm going to say this 
I'm going to give the Dolphins the benefit of the, benefit of the doubt where nobody else is. If, if Mike McDaniel, again, a brand new head coach, is saying that why would I ever go against the protocols, especially for a head injury? If, of course, we wanted to make sure that he was cleared to play. He was cleared to play. Okay. And Tua wanted to play, by the way. It's not like you forced your quarterback <coughs> in the game. Okay. Tua spoke to media this week. If you have a concussion, you don't always speak to media. He spoke to media. He seemed fine. Besides having, you know, his back is banged up. His legs are banged up a little bit. There, if, if there was wrongdoing with the Dolphins, I will come back here and I will eat crow. If the NFLPA and their investigation... Are they going to do it? Are they investigating? They're, they're investi- they, they were, that was going to happen before this game even happened. It's going to take a week or two. If they find wrongdoing, I will come back here and eat crow. But I will also defend the team... Before they are found guilty, because you're you're supposed yes. to be innocent before proven guilty in this society, right? Yes, and I, I will I, I will mean, I hear you. I, I will I, be that guy. I don't know what to think about all this. This is sort of wild. This is why the Dolphins have gone through a wild period. Well, yeah, this is this is sad because you know the Dolphins are actually they're experiencing success. You know, they won the first three games against the Patriots, Ravens, and Bills, and then they had this primetime game. Now I know you were you were. You I'm were, in a horrible mood. Yeah, you were edgy when I walked. Yeah, in, I am talking edgy. about Zach. I don't mind saying it. you don't. You're fine. I'm not gonna talking about Zach. I mean, I, hey, his own fans were booing him. And I know Cincinnati can be a rough place. Like Cleveland and Cincinnati can be in Ohio can be rough places to their teams. If anything is going south, despite yeah, you know your team was in the Super Bowl last year, Cincinnati. Zach Taylor. Won the football game. I thought he had some. I thought he had a very questionable way of attacking the Dolphins' defense, especially with the fact that your top cornerback Xavier Howard was at best maybe sixty percent, and he didn't even play the fourth <coughs> quarter. Mm-hmm. And then you have a, a rookie undrafted free agent as the other starting cornerback last night because Byron Jones is still out. And they they kept trying to run the football and they kept getting stuffed. I said, mm-hmm. "Thank you, Zach. Keep running the football mm-hmm. and keep getting stuffed." So, again. To, pre- to, to, to just reemphasize this. It'll be okay. The Twitter doctors might be right when all is said and done, but they might not be. You, did you ever consider staying off Twitter? I, honestly, last night I really should have because it just pissed me off. Did it? Yeah. Now, I would say this. Now, if, if you, you can call me a hypocrite over here. If, if, if this was anybody but the Dolphins, if it wasn't my team, I don't know if I'm defending that oh. team as much. Don't go too far with that. I, I, I'm saying I don't know if I'm if I'm going to say no. You well, wouldn't. Yeah, I, I probably wouldn't. Be. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. I mean, that's but good I, again. I list McDaniel said very <coughs> several times. Like, why would I rush through the protocol to make sure my my guy comes back in the game? That I'm a new head coach. That's about the worst thing you could possibly do for your future. Ooh, that is tense. Right. That's a that's a rough first few games for McDaniel. Well, they they're three and one. But I mean, to deal with this though. Yes, it is. Because he's being, being accused of exactly basically using a player. Absolutely, he's being accused of, of contributing to malpractice. Right. Essentially, right, e- exploiting a player. Sure. Oof. And I kept saying, I kept oh, seeing boy. people saying that that Tua should sue the Dolphins. Like, get what are you talking about? Well, what what if he's what if there's Tua ba- was not forced to play? Tua wanted to play. What if there's long lasting injury? 
that's that's we're going to see the next few weeks. I mean, this this could be a long injury. We don't, I don't know when he comes back. Like I mean, I told it sounds you. a little rough from what you've described. It is man. rough. It's not a great situation. There's nothing good about the situation at all. The good thing is that he's, he's he was able to walk and talk, and he flew back with the team. Is this nothing in terms of hey, we have serious paralysis? We're talking about. Right. I mean, they're all feeling everywhere. Every mm. feeling in all of parts, all extremities. God dang it! Points up how brutal that sport is, though. He's on the field for five minutes. It might have been more than that, Ooh. and and you know, he, and then you know, he, his fingers were like this. Ooh, that's the nightmare scenario. And for that, McDaniel. that's called fencing. That's what that's a that's a, that's a concussion oh, thing. That's a nightmare scenario for McDaniel. Now again, it is. It is. It's a nightmare. Sure after after what happened yes. last week, and right? Then, then have that. Oof. I can see why people are reacting, fairly or unfairly, and you know, you you maybe should stay off the Twitter machine. I may. But why are you on there? Because uh, you want your news, you want to see what the reaction is. No, but after is. during the game. Oh yeah, well I get that too. Well, I was on it during that period <clears throat> to see what the reports were, what the updates were. Is is the quarterback going to be okay? And in terms of like paralysis, is he paralyzed? I, that's, I'm I'm curious about that. But he was fine there, and he flew back to Miami. So obviously, it wasn't the, I mean the worst thing. I mean he's going to be probably out for a few weeks. I'm assuming. We'll see what happens. But my point is again. I know you want to attack this. Is not you, this is listeners and the world. I know you want to attack the Dolphins and say that they're a bunch I, of morons and they and they mishandle the situation. That's your own problem. I choose to believe that the doctors did their job and cleared him. It's your team. Yeah, it is my team. Is it? Is everybody attacking them? Yes. Really? Yes. Of course, because they believe they two, because they believe the Dolphins lied about the con, uh, the concussion on Sunday. Where That's was, why. What was Herb Street saying? Well, were you listening? Nothing. nothing yeah, I was listening, but it was kind of in my own world at that point because I was concerned about number one, the game, or number two, number one, two, and then number two, the game. I want to win the game still. And I, you know, I don't believe in Teddy Bridgewater, who threw a horrible pick in the fourth quarter, which I was right about. He was okay besides that, but he threw a horrible pick that ended the game. Horrible, horrible pick deep in Bengals territory. But that that's not the point of the game. They lost. And Tua is hurt. And people could say that the Dolphins were wrong about bringing him back against Buffalo. And, that's and, a tricky and, situation. And, and I'm McDaniel, not judging. And again, this, it was, you're right, though. This is, this is the worst <coughs> possible thing that could have happened to Mike yeah. McDaniel and the Dolphins with everyone questioning him already playing in the game or coming back against Buffalo. Mm-hmm. And then he gets another, oh, if man. it is another, or just the first one, but for sure, yeah. A concussion last night. Oh man! With a hard hit on the field. Oh yeah. Head snaps. Oh back, yeah. Fingers are fencing. This is the kind of thing that can or- wreck an organization. Yep. It is. Let's let's be honest. But again, we'll see what the investigation from last week yeah. leads to. Ooh, it gets and tricky. And I t- I would tell you if if they find that there was issues and there was it was not done correctly, I will come on the show and I will eat crow. I'll say, all right, I chose to believe the organization, the head coach. I'm going to do that right now until I'm wrong, until I'm <laughs> proven wrong. That's tricky, though. I mean, he could have signs of brain trauma that were – that. couldn't he have brain trauma that was incurred weeks ago? Yes. You know, see, I don't, I don't know what an investigation is going to turn up in terms of settling this issue, S- like settling it for once and for all. I don't, I don't know if I, I – I don't know if I'd expect that, right? Because it's tricky. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, how, you're just yeah. not going to look at a you're not going to look at a brain scan and say, "Up oh, there it is." See, they shouldn't have played him. I, it's, I don't right. think it's going to yeah. work like that. I'm, I'm with you. 
Because if because he might have more, he might have incurred more damage last night. Yes, you know. Right. And when did the damage occur? I don't think there's going to be f- the findings are going to settle this matter necessarily. I'm with you. I just wonder when you're going to get Tua back. I I, I do as well. I mean, uh, obviously. It, his health is the number one priority, and we, we hope he, that everything is done That's properly. That's what people are hoping. That's my hope still. I, right. I, I want the kid to be healthy. Right, I know you do. I, I don't want to be part of a malpractice situation. I choose to believe they, they did the right thing at halftime or at halftime at, against Buffalo. You know what? So This is a, this is a really difficult situ- situation for a rookie head coach. How about any head coach? Yeah, any head coach. Yeah. It, but, man, those guys – that take those jobs, those are ridiculously hard jobs. I think of Andy Reid and what he's gone through with his son, for instance. There's stuff that happens, and I'm not – what I'm suggesting is there's just stuff that happens Yes. when when there's a lot of humans involved. And they're in charge. He's yep. in charge. Yep. He, hey, Jake, he's not just in charge of the offense. He's in charge of the team. That's why Mickey, I think, is underpaid. That's another. That's another. That, that thirty-three thousand yeah. a month. I don't, I, I, Small stipend for being a head coach, right? For for running a, for that job you walked yeah. into. I, I I'm with you on that. Yeah. I, I told. I saw that and I was like, "That's it. That's all he's getting is that per month." That's it. Yeah. I agree. I'm with you on that. Point. Those jobs are ridiculously tough. Yes, it is. It's tough. Think being a about head coach. what he's going through right now. Right. See, he, nobody would have said, "Hey, Mike." I mean, they. I. I Probably, actually, people did say, hey, Mike, get ready. That job gets kind of weird sometimes. Well, this is an example. You don't know where, where, how it's going to work, where it's going to get weird. It might be your first game as a head coach gets canceled by a lightning storm. Yeah, that happened here. Or it might be COVID hits. Oh, God. Yeah, you know? You're right. I mean, it's just everything. Yeah. I mean, it's... You're worried about, number one, winning and, and what you have, <coughs> and, and, and things outside your control. Yeah, and I'm not making excuses for Frost, either. It's just there's a lot to manage. And sometimes you're dealing with stuff that have nothing that has nothing to do with what to call in second and two, right? Now I'm thinking what he's dealing with today, McDaniel. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. You know, he hears everything you hear. People questioning him now. The people are questioning him right out of the gate, and they're questioning him not on a whether he should have passed on third and they're four. Questioning should he have played a play or not? They're questioning his character at this yeah, point. You're right. That's okay. I choose four I, games in. Yeah, right. He's getting his character questioned. Right, and I choose to believe the guy. Right, but I'm not everyone. I, I, I mean, their question is honesty. They are. Their right. question is integrity. Exactly. That's tough. It, and it's not. And and also, it's the fact that he is three and one. If, if you can question that more of it, zero oh and four, one and three, and, mm-hmm. and people would say well, they'd be easier to pile on. Mm-hmm. So I would say oh, this guy's gonna get fired. It's the fact they've had a good start, and now that comes into play. Oh man, that's, that's rough. And he's a young guy. He is. He's young, 40, 42, 43. Oh, okay. He's a little older than I thought. I think he's in his young 40s. Yeah. Oh, that helps. All right. Uh, we'll move on from the Dolphins. I had to get that off my chest. Oh, it's fascinating. Because, I mean, I listen to all – I was flipping through the station this morning. It's all two Oh, I'm really interested in that now. It's, it's going to be the I'm not judging story. it either. I'm not judging because I don't know enough about it. I just know he's in a fix, that kid coach. Yep. And you hope too is okay. Yep. But uh, now they're just going to get attacked and say that, that they were wrong the whole time. I don't think that's fair. I mean, it, again, like I said, I'll eat crow if, if anything comes back that was very clear and obvious that the, that the Dolphins messed up and were. I don't think it, were, I don't think you're going to get get some magical finding that's going to that's going to be one way or the other. That's what's going to be tricky about this, Jake. It's a medical issue with the brain. 
if you're a journalist for the, if you're a sports writer for the Miami Herald, are you going to ask for the brain scan? I mean, I, I don't know. How, how, I don't know. What, how are you going to do it? Well, they might just wait until the NFLPA does their investigation. I don't know. They yeah. should. They probably the should ask for the brain scan. They should. Uh, four six four five six eight five. Call or text as always. We do have a lot of texts. I'm going to move on though because people are. What are they saying? Yeah, we're talking coasters. Yeah, I was talking. Oh, I'm sorry. This is the biggest story of the of the sports world last. Oh, I'm fascinated. Uh, yesterday, sip. Trev Alberts was speaking at the Big Red Breakfast at, at the at Millard Social Hall, uh, up in Millard. Um, as, as you might you are as you might I am very rattled yeah I'm pissed I'm bothered I'm sad I mean, it's a lot of emotions at the same time over here right. I'm now there there is something that that I I mentioned to you in a tweet from Trev Alberts yesterday that you responded to me last night well yes with something mm-hmm. Trev Alberts said among other things that uh, Nebraska needs to be the premier development program in the Midwest if not in the country <laughs> for Husker football, which, of course, as you know, to me, was music to my ears because I think that they should embrace being a developmental program every single day. You know, you're not going to get the five-star players here. Just embrace the fact you can take guys that are maybe under the radar and mold them into great players like Iowa-Wisconsin do. Well, Ohio State does that. Everybody does Yeah, but they get a bunch of five-stars. So. Ohio State's not loading There's, up on What I'm saying stars. about that is I don't – it doesn't do much for me. It doesn't near, do as much, nearly as much for me as it does for you because every program in America develops players. It's not a unique part of college football. Some do it a lot better than others, though. Right. Like, and some have the talent to develop great. I'm, I'm saying take the guys that are under the radar. Stop paying so much damn attention to the stars and the recruits and find guys that love football right. and find guys that are under the radar. That's what yeah. I'm asking for. Is yeah. Stop just admiring where you stand in the star ratings. It is one, right. as we point out, that is one data point. It is a data it's point. It's a data point. It is not the end-all, be-all on the talent of a kid. It is a data point. Right. And no, you're right. You're right about that. I mean, what I text you is we've heard this before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, we, we have. Who, and who said Mike that? Riley used to say it all. He, he wanted this to be the, the premier developmental program of the United States. I mean... Why not? He said, "We're in the middle of America. We have the facilities, um, so it's it's something to say." And it, hey, listen, I I just I I do mean that. I'm not being I'm not being difficult with you. Every coach in America tries to develop players. Every head coach, every assistant coach, every analyst—that's what they're put on earth to do—is develop yes. players. It's not a unique concept. But, but can you be elite <clears throat> at it though? Yeah. You could be better than the other teams, mm-hmm. which Nebraska was now for, we're for a say, long time. I know what we're going to say Iowa and Wisconsin are so good at it. There's just, other programs. I just did say that, yeah. yeah they are. Yeah. You're right. They are very good at it. Other programs are Exceptional good at Exceptional finding players that are under the radar mm-hmm. or diamonds in the rough mm-hmm. and making them great players. Mm-hmm. The Watts were both very <clears throat> overlooked players in high school that became all pros. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that, that, for sure. For sure. And it's not just those two. There's many guys that have that, that type of mm-hmm. recruitment at Wisconsin that end up in other phenomenal places. Play- and other places. Right. But <laughs> in my but looking in your own backyard, I guess mm-hmm. in your own division, mm-hmm. Wisconsin and Iowa are very, very good at this. Yeah, Nebraska has obviously fallen short in just about every every area. And not only the acquisition of talent, but the retention of talent and the development of talent. Now, now there's cases where they've obviously developed players well. 
you can point to individual cases up and down the line, but clearly not enough. Clearly not enough. I mean, there's a lot of issues. When a football program goes wrong, you can't just say, well, it's development. Just like you just can't say it's recruiting. It's a lot of factors. We're learning a lot. We can learn a lot from what we've seen. God, I hope we are, right? I hope so. Right? I mean, we've learned that it's very difficult to get it all rolling in the right direction. And with Nebraska, there's a there's a lot of factors, a lot of factors that have contributed to its demise. A lot of them. There, some are easily identifiable. Some are more nuanced in nature. But there's a lot of them. And this is one of them. I mean, they haven't developed players like they should. They haven't, they haven't recruited players as, at, a, at the rate that they should, and they haven't retained them at the rate that they should. Those are three major factors. They haven't – I think that the revolving door that's spun for so long has contributed to this, this incredible lack of direction in the program. There's just it's, – it's wayward. It's a wayward program. I mean, it just seems like we're grasping at things now. Now you hope that Trev yeah, gets it. Does it feel that way. Get, yeah, we don't even know. Like I don't even know that the fan base understands what it wants, other than the one thing to win. Right? You're right. They don't know what they want right. besides winning, and that's what even Trev says. The quote: "Every single problem we have we face is solved with one word that has three letters: win." Well, that was that's a quote true. I mean, I, but but that's your point. We don't know what we want it to look like. How, who who are the coaches? What's the the way they operate? The offense and the defense, we have no idea. But no, everybody's on all sorts of different spectrums right. here. That's what happens. It's not, it's not healthy. Not necessarily. But that, that's not surprising here. You know. It's interesting, though. I mean, I find the conversation to be fascinating. Of course it is. Because, you know, the Dolphins thing, I mean, you can bring it back to that. It's complicated. Football's complicated. See, the Dolphins are going well. It's going well. And then there's this, mm. this wrench that gets thrown into it that you don't anticipate. Now, that's where your leadership better be good. It better be good. <clears throat> it better be really strong. And you got this rookie head coach who's now facing a firestorm. And, and by the way, his o- the owner is suspended from the facilities until like October 17th <laughs> because of the tampering. Thing. See, I, I only bring back the Dolphins into it because – Oftentimes you're dealing with a lot of unforeseen, and you better have really strong leadership to deal with the unforeseen. Because it's not just, you know, the one thing that this all ties together with Mickey and me, my contention that he's, his agent did a poor job in negotiation, negotiating this extra money he's receiving for being the head coach, 33000 a month. 33000 a month. So it'll be about $100,000 in addition to the $600,000 he's making in his previous role. It, it all points up to that job. That job is so complex. It, and it's, there's a lot of things that happen that, Jake, it's, that don't involve what play call you're using or what tempo you're using, right? Yeah. It's, there's a lot of crap that comes at, at you. I'm sure there is. And it also goes back to that. See what you're, what McDaniel's dealing with goes back to that conversation we had yesterday, which is I don't want a head coach that has a play sheet and has to formulate a game plan because I know. That. So McDaniel's got to deal with that all week, 
and all this other stuff, his attention is going to be for sure in two major different places. Well, we're going to see how a rattled coach can fight through that. Right. He's rattled. He was rattled. Of course he's rattled. If you watch the press conference, he was, of course, rattled. Yeah. Because, yeah, because his quarterback, you know, is out. And who they play next week? The Jets. Okay, but they got to come back and play another NFL oh, yeah. team. I mean, the Jets are not a horrible. They're better. Yeah, they they got to come back and play another NFL team, and he's he can't just take today off to regroup. Maybe he could. I guess they got a long week. But you think he's going to just take the day off today? <laughs> no, he can't take the day. Right? Are you kidding me? No, I mean he's, it, it, the fire just keeps coming. Yeah, it, it does. And with with with. I mean, if you think about what a head coach deals with, even in easy times, okay, if you're a Mickey Joseph, you're dealing with probably a player or two that's disgruntled, not playing enough. Sometimes, a, well, well, for instance, Mark Whipple last week, not last week, the, the week of the Oklahoma game, the week of the o- Oklahoma game, your, your offensive coordinator misses two, two days of practice leading up to the game. That's the only play caller on the staff, by the way. He's not even at practice for two games because he's dealing with a personal matter. Okay, that's that, now. What's the head coach? What do you do? When you're the head coach. You got to figure that out. You got to get a game plan. You don't have anybody on the staff that's that's that's, that's called a game. I mean, it's those right. things that come up. Player goes home because his mom's sick. Um, you got to deal with that. You, kid, a kid comes in and says, "I'm failing. I'm failing my English class." It happens to be your starting running back. Mm. I mean, yeah. that's not happened, but that's no, not but happened, yeah, that's but an example. Example. There's a, yeah, there's a there's a zillion things that happen, a zillion. That's why I don't want that. I just, I don't want that coach calling plays. Well, we we'll see in Miami's instance how how it goes with him with all this drama. It'll be a great over his head test. Now. It's a great test. Great. And I, test. I, t- I tend to believe so. He's a, a good coach. I mean, it's obviously early, but I think that he seems like he's got it figured out. Okay. I, don't get the, I don't know who it is. Someone is it's probably Jay. I'm sure Jay has a comment about the Dolphins. Okay. But I, Gus is not here. I'm not taking the call right now. I'm heated. We'll get your phone calls next day. We can rush over there during the break and see who's calling. Now I understand. I did not quite understand your original mood when I walked in. Did you, not, you didn't know what happened I last didn't. night? Uh-uh. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah, the, the, it should have been pretty obvious I was in a bad mood. I, it my, was number one, not my team lost honest. the game. And number two, I'm getting criticized. I'm getting me. People are there's a, they're coming at me saying I'm a bad person. I don't make the decisions. I'm a fan of the football team. Like, come on. Oh, you see my Twitter. That People sucks. are saying, "Oh, your team's a jump. They're, yeah, they're coming sucks. at me that saying sucks. I'm a bad person. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks. Um, I'm sorry. Thank you. <laughs> One last thing from Trev yesterday before I move on that I think people were a little bit concerned about this quote. What? And. I don't know okay. if there's reasons to be concerned. <clears throat> Let me pull it up real quick. <clears throat> it didn't show up on the articles looking at there. Okay. This is uh, regarding his his thoughts on the job in general and the interest level. He says, Trev Alberts, quote, somebody is going to look at our job and say, wow, this is a diamond yeah, in the that. rough. Ooh. Now, I was a I little th- bit alarmed I by that quote that. as well, saying, oh, boy, this is not going as well as we want to do, is it, in the search? Oh, I, don't I don't know if I saw it like that. I, it is interesting. It? How do you assess that quote? I mean, I, I don't know if you can view that in a, a completely positive light. I thought that was pretty alarming, saying someone's going to view this as a diamond in the rough. We've been humbled. We have. Humbled to the point where now – the AD is viewing the job as a diamond in the rough. 
Yeah, he is. Like, who else would you think of as uh, of as a diamond in the rough in this in the college For football a, world? A coaching job. Yeah. What would be a diamond Oof. in the rough? Like, would like, Minnesota like be a diamond? Right yeah, yeah. Would Minnesota be a diamond in the rough? Well, they're winning, obviously. Yeah, they're winning. Yeah. I know, but it's not a. It's Wouldn't not a, a diamond in the rough be someone who's been there before? Would Coastal Carolina be a no. diamond? It's, they're not, not a big time program. They're in a small conference. Yeah, I wondered what you thought about. Would think about that? Well, I, I thought it was a pretty. What? I mean, Doesn't it just tell you where you're at? Yeah. Well, you, you don't like well, where you're at? Right, you don't. But it also, for those who want to be a pessimist, would say, oh, God, that's a pretty telling sign about the interest so far in, in the job. If hmm. you're saying, if, you're, if your AD is saying that someone's going to believe this is a diamond in the rough job. Oh, I didn't read it like that. Well, there's a lot of different people that respond differently. I have to think. Some people live their lives in alarmist fashion. Yeah, I have to think that Trev Alberts, has a person or two already already not only in his sights but maybe even something of an agreement you know now then there then trust becomes the issue how much do you trust that party would follow through when other jobs open etc I can't believe that he's just winging this. Like I can't see, believe you would either, but I have no. Not, we're, no, we're no not, I guess I shouldn't say winging, but but just going through it. Like, okay, well, there's this guy and there's this guy and this guy. I'll get to him later. I, I no, I think it's already price pretty set up. Is my guess. More next on early break of the day. <laughs>